Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your wrong. So, Matt, what uh, what's up your ass today? I mean, what's everybody wrong about today? Wow. Okay. Good start. You know what? I think we're going to talk about sports games today. Ooh. And the reason why I'm bringing them up is obviously a lot of them have just been released. You know, FIFA's come out, NHL's come out. Not that most people care about NHL. Um, and and Madden has come out. Madden came out, I think, in September sometime. But they've all come out recently. And and I think it's a good time to review sports games as a genre because I think people think that they suck and all they are is loot whoring games or transaction games to steal money from you. And, and that's semi-accurate. But the reason why sports games are so popular is is they are – excellent simulations of of actually playing sports so if you want my what is up my ass i think people give sports games a bad rap that's that's what's up my ass okay um yeah i mean i i'm one of those people it's not that i don't like the games it's just that i think it's i, I don't know it's like ea let's let's you know let's let's call it for what it is we're talking about <laughs> ea sports games here yeah for the most part ea is out to fucking fleece us is is what my problem is right but um yeah in ea's defense they've uh-oh. always been out to fleece us oh like that's you don't want to say that ever in ea's oh, okay. defense that's um, that's like in the gaming world. That's almost like saying, "Hey, maybe Hitler wasn't that bad." Like that, okay. that's what you I just mean, did there. <laughs> you can't invoke the H word this early oh, in the podcast. Oh yeah, Godwin's law right away. That's okay. Um. Anyway, why yeah. uh why don't you give me your uh, your side then? Uh, why why do you think they people give it too, uh, the, those games too much of a hard time? Well, I think I think it's an easy place to pick on on problems that are, are systemic in, in the video game industry. You know, I think recently there was a, a lawsuit launched in Canada that is, it's a bit, the, the, the premise of the lawsuit's a bit weird because they are basically claiming that EA is operating an illegal gambling ring. Um, and on, oh my God. Yeah, right? So so the way it works is in Canada, you need very specific, you need to have um, a license to operate anything gambling, even if you're operating like a charity thing. Uh, I think I mentioned this to you previously, but like at our curling club, um, we, you know, you would have a, like a raffle to say like 50, 50 tickets, right. Or maybe win, win a TV or something and half the proceeds go to the club and half the proceeds go to you in the case of the 50, 50, or, you know, the club makes a bundle because the TV is probably garbage. Uh, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, you need a license for that. And yeah, we didn't have me. one at our club. Yeah, and so the club got in trouble and we didn't really get like fined or anything. We had to stop. Uh, we had to go get a license. Um, and so so you need a license at all levels of, of gambling. And so that's the premise of this lawsuit, two guys in Canada. I think primarily through NHL because obviously Canada. It's, it's, it's good that you clarified there was NHL. Yeah. Like I was, I was worried that EA was releasing some sort of cockfighting ring 21 too. Like I was like, what? Is that is that a thing? Because I, if you told me it was, I would believe it. It's it is EA. So, <laughs> um, I can Google for that later, but I don't. No, I, I think I, you shouldn't. At least do it in incognito. At least do it in incognito if you do that. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll put EA in it specifically, so I hopefully can avoid the obvious Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I so like I don't know. I I I like that there's regulations in that sense. But I I, see, I think I see what you're coming, where you're coming from. Is like this is a bit much to say it's an illegal gambling ring or something. Yeah, it's. I can't tell if these guys are just want their money back from buying all of the like card packs and stuff, or if they're actually concerned because, you know, the premise. I think a lot of people are concerned about loot boxes in general and paying money for for goods and not being able to get the good you want. That is obviously not ideal state for video gaming and that's one of my central premises is it's not like only sports games are are the perpetrators of this it's just ea is is has been out there head and head and shoulders above everybody else especially when you consider the the battlefront brouhaha that happened and they r- removed them all to their credit um but i mean to their credit after being shat on for like months on end then they removed it like, yeah well I'm, I'm i'm the apologist on this podcast so i'm going yeah, down with that ship I'm already, the ship is already uh, almost fully immersed in water, but I'm from the waist up, I'm still good. So uh, I'll keep arguing as it Go sinks. It. I think I'll be, by the end of this podcast, I'll be fully underwater. Yeah. So just to wrap up the lawsuit, um, 
like many of these lawsuits around trying to claim loot boxes are gambling, it's probably going to fail on the premise that um, they need to assign value to to the outcome or the the thing you get from the loot box, right? Gambling, you need to you, it, the definition of gambling roughly equates to you you pay a small money to win. Uh, uh, you know, a portion of money. Obviously, you you expect it to be more than the money you pay to get into yeah. the contest. Yeah, you wager something hoping to win something much much more valuable, but risking not winning anything at all. That's yeah, basically exactly. what gambling is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in that sense, consistently, uh, the people uh, plaintiffs, I believe, are they called yeah. are are consistently fail on the idea that they can't prove there's any monetary value to the things they get out of this. Um, and I think a lot of companies are smart by, they don't, you know, I think if you remember back way back in the day, Diablo three tried to have an auction house for, for their games where, um, you would gain gear and you could sell the gear for real money in the auction house. Yeah. They tried to do the same with wow. Didn't they? I don't remember. I don't think so, but I think they were, they were going to, if it had worked, but since it never worked, Mm -hmm. I think they, right, right. So it's most companies don't do that now because if you were to say, okay, here's your trading card packs like you have in the sports games. So now you have, uh, you know, your messy card. If you could sell it for real money on an auction house, that would be easy to equate to gambling, right? Because you just say, well, you paid money to get this messy card, and then you were able to sell that messy card for, you know, ten bucks. That would be gambling. But because you can never get money out of that system, they always have the safety of saying, well, it's it's not gambling. Also, I think like not like far from me, for far be it from me trying to defend EA, but you know at least you get something every time. It's not like you don't get anything. Like it's not like in if you go bet on horses or something, and you bet a bunch of money and your horse loses, you're out of that money completely. At least, it, and this is not just for EA. All of the other games where you have loot boxes, it might not be the thing you wanted, but you still get something for your money, right? It's not like, oh, I just threw my money away. Well, I mean, you could argue that you did throw your money on pixels, but you know, let's let's sure. leave that <laughs> let's leave that discussion for another time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think you raise a very good point in, in in the fact that you know it's gonna it might fail on. It's hard to prove it's actually gambling uh, through lawyer terms, through human speak terms. Yeah, it seems pretty gambling, but we don't need to get into that. We're talking about sports games, not not necessarily you know the viability of loot boxes. So. But I think the overall talking about that is it always seems like that gets pinned back to sports games because it's so prevalent. It's become such a large portion of the sports games. You know, the Hut, uh, which is uh, Ultimate Team Hockey, Ultimate Team, and they have the same versions in in FIFA, Madden, uh, as well for EA because they don't they don't put out a, a baseball game. Um, and I think they they keep intermittently putting out basketball games. They keep skipping years and stuff. So that that basketball game is primarily dominated by 2K and we don't need to get into the egregious shit they pull on their fans of, you know, you get to watch a commercial like in the game while you're waiting for your game to load. Like Are you like, fucking yeah. kidding me? <laughs> so, for, yeah. for a game you paid. Yeah, you pay seventy dollars, or actually they they're one of the, the people who are raising their prices of the game when it comes to the the new console version oh my lord that is that is some next level shit right there yeah so they've they have they 2k has probably the best basketball game but they've commercialized it to such a degree that uh, people play it probably because they have to but that is just an abhorrent experience of here's like and i watched the commercial in the game just to see what it's like it was like a commercial for the oculus rift so it's like you're waiting for your basketball game to load and you're watching this commercial for the uh, the Oculus Rift happen in your game. I and wish you could see my face right now. My eyebrows are hidden inside my hair right now. Like it's what? Are you serious? Like, oh my god. Yeah. So I'm sure you can find a meme that would be appropriate to just the shock and awe of that that scenario, right? And it's yeah, it's, it's that triggered gift. Yeah, it's someone definitely falling that... off their chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so. That stuff gives obviously sports games a bad rap because you're taking away from the experience. You're you're not just trying to make money and put out a good product. You're trying to bleed people dry. So, so that one is certainly bad. But you know, overall, if you look at the EA stable, um, the thing the thing about them is is they are such a great experience of the game, especially when it comes to FIFA or, or hockey, uh, NHL, or Chell as the kids call it. Jesus. 
Hey, man, it's too hard to say the N, so just chop it off. Although it's All spelled right. C-H-E-L, so it's actually longer to spell than N-H-L. Yep. So. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Listen, you're, you're not cool and hip. Uh, you're old. And you oh, oh yes, we're, we're going to go into that in a second as well. But yeah, F- finish your point. So, But the core of these games is still very fun. Like, they've gotten hockey to the point, and I think this is where people kind of quibble on buying a game every year. They've gotten hockey and they've gotten FIFA to a point where they are excellent, excellent simulations of what it is to play play those games. You can dribble or deke just like they do in the pros. Um, playing defense, there are ways to like strip the ball or puck from people like with your stick, your feet, slide tackles. Everything is so well done that it really feels like you're playing these games. And and added to it, like you can solve all of those rivalries of of who's the better team with your friends right like you know if your friend thinks man U is the best and you think arsenal is the best you can play those games in fifa and you can play them for hours to prove who's better or who's worse and that is to me that's where these games shine and are such great video games to play they are so enjoyable on that aspect so i don't i i agree with you that sports games are 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 and can be a lot of fun um that, this is where i'm going to get into me dating myself here but i don't care so i remember the first fifa game that came out it was 94 and i had it on the sega genesis and it was even back then it was a blast to play and i've had i've played you probably remember as well for the you know the other less like um appro- not appropriate but less like less you know proper <laughs> simulation of sports games where you know the names were wrong and the rules were wrong in the game i don't know if, you, yeah. if you've ever seen that i remember those my favorite was there's this baseball game that all they did was switch like the first letter of the first name and last name oh my of the Lord. players to make them different and it's just like that's yeah. not even trying guys like i one of my favorite soccer games of all times was international superstar soccer deluxe for the Super Nintendo, and it got so even before this was before internet was a, a really a thing, right? And it, everybody loved that game so much back home in Brazil that you know people would like call themselves by the phony ass names that some Japanese person thought would sound Brazilian. On Great. the yeah, so like half of them <laughs> sounded Spanish, obviously. Obviously. So like. This was back when Brazil got the fourth um, World Championship, right, or the World Cup, mm-hmm. and uh, so that that team, that that national team from Brazil, was iconic, right. And so, even though the names were completely different, it was very clear who was who, even with the the, the different names. So, one of the 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 strikers was Bebeto, which was one of the most famous strikers back home ever. Still, everybody still knows who, who the guy is. And I'll have the to name, take your word for that. Yeah, the name they <laughs> the name they picked for the guy was Ayejo, which is the most Spanish thing you can possibly pick. Whatever. So yeah. my, my point is, without wallowing too far into the past and how old I am, it's I, I agree with you that the, those games can be super enjoyable. Uh, uh, and and like I learned about American football by playing Mutant League football on the set, which admittedly isn't, you know, a one-to-one rule set yeah, kind of match. Enough, honestly. But I actually taught me to like the game. I never liked the game before. And yeah. I actually played that. And then afterwards I played Madden and, and so on and so forth. So, so I don't think I can speak for everybody, but I can speak for myself. And I don't think the problem is whether the games are fun or not. And you're right. Like I, the last FIFA that I played was 2013. And but even then, it was like, it's such a... It feels like you're playing what you would usually watch on TV. You know, and the commentary yeah. is so good. And it, it got into a point where it, it isn't wooden and it isn't super repetitive and other kind of stuff, right? And, yeah. And I am a massive soccer fan. I've been much more when I was younger, but I, you know this, right? And so I played every single goddamn soccer game there is i played there was one when when virtual reality wasn't really virtual reality but everything had virtua in for in front of the name and so i played virtual soccer and then i played an octo another one that came to be claimed to be even more uh like close to reality and was called actua soccer 
Sure. I I am not joking. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so so in the hierarchy of words, virtua is nowhere near close to actua. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because actua yeah. is actual, right? Lee, you forgot the yeah, Lee on that. Uh, no, it's actual actual soccer. Okay. Yeah. So, but that, and that was one of the first ones that actually had like commentary, but it was like five sentences repeated all the time. Right. And so I was like, there was there was one when. You know, soccer. You know, soccer. So there's diving, obviously. Of course. And it was one when the when any player dived, you would say, "Oh, was was that a dive or was that a dime?" And he repeated repeated that all the time when there was oh. dives. It was great. Anyway. Oh my the god. Pro the problem that I have with those games is that, so I played FIFA 2011 and then I played FIFA 2013, and there's virtually see what I did there. There's virtually no difference between those games and. That are is my particular problem with it. Are, are, are you sure it's not actual? <laughs> yeah. It, yes, I'm yes, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Just shedding. Just yeah. um, and so that's that's really the problem that I... That's why I stopped buying them. Like, I'm not... I, I, I never even watched hockey before moving to Canada. But all, all of the other famous ones I play, I played a lot of... I played NBA Jam, of course. I played... not baseball because it's a boring fucking game but you know um even madden and and yeah i played other like not not the EA ones i also played some of the other ones and they're you're right they're fun the problem is i don't want to pay a, like a triple a AAA price every year for the same game again with just updated yeah. rosters and that is my main problem with it yeah i i think that is that is an interesting problem that all those games suffer from um and the question i i would have for you and I don't have an ulterior motive with this question. I'm not trying to trap you. Wow. How yet? Um, but like how much innovation goes into the yearly Call of Duty games or the oh. yearly Assassin's almost, Creed games? Almost none. Well, Assassin's Creed is a little different in that, you know, like a sports game doesn't have a story. And let's sure. leave alone the fa the fact of whether or not the story of the latest Assassin's games Assassin's Creed games has been good. One, Fair I haven't enough. played. I haven't played them in a while. And two, that's <clears throat> a separate topic, right? But like, you could argue that there is, um, like graphics and and whatnot improvements on on those games where you you could justify buying them, I guess, but. The, like on the Call of Duty ones, I guess there isn't that much. Uh, I think I think upgrade. it's the same, right? There's a story upgrade. Yeah, and so they're just as wrong for charging as much as they do. I would say, like, what? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to pay every like seventy bucks every year for the same game. Like, you know, and and I understand why EA does it because people buy it. That's what they, <laughs> they're like. Uh, maybe we should, you know, offer a cheaper experience for people. Maybe we should be greedy motherfuckers and just keep, you know, the money rolling. Eh, let's go with the latter. Let's see how how far that goes. Like, yeah, you can't really fault them for that if people keep coming back and and paying for those for those games, right? No, I don't, I think you're you're correct. Um, it is it's fascinating to me that that so many people are willing to pay for slight upgrades of the game for each year. But if you do the thing I know you and I have done a number of times and you look at the amount of time you play a game and then you, you the hours divided or the money divided by hours, I think for a lot of those people, it's well worth it, right? And I, I think that's, that's the thing a lot of people forget when they talk about playing sports games and stuff or playing Call of Duty. It's why I use the example is I, I, I don't have proof but a lot of a lot of the industry talks around the fact that people only play those games, right? Like a guy, a person will buy Call of Duty and Madden and maybe FIFA, and that's all the games they'll buy each year. So, and they only play those games, and so the value they get out of those games is high. They don't care about other video games, and so they're you know they're only spending what uh, fifty bucks, so one hundred fifty bucks on games a year. So for them, that's that's a great deal, right? It's only 150 bucks, no big deal. Um, and yeah, it doesn't you can't... speak to. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say it doesn't speak to how the the more um, aggressive gamers play in the sense that we're trying to play all the games all the time. 
Yeah, so what, what I was going to say before is, you know, you can't argue the replay value of a sports game. It, that Probably no other game has a bigger replay value, right? Even if I were to go back and play FIFA 2013 today, it would still be fun because it's still the sport, right? It's not like other games. Like, unless it's really, really old and the graphics are, like, sure. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I... I yeah, that's a good point that I hadn't thought of, but it's still it's still just because it's a good deal for them doesn't mean it's like not basically EA and and 2K apparently just printing money because how much effort is really going into those games that it's warranted to pay that much money. It's like like, like let me let me do like a comparison, right? The same year that uh, you know um, say FIFA 2015 came out or uh, 2016 probably um, The Witcher came out yep. The Witcher 3 they basically both of them th- AAA games they both cost the same right but how much work did, did it go to for EA Sports to upgrade from the previous year to that year in terms of development effort and you know artists uh doing like improving textures and improving models and that kind of shit and how much work did it go into building the whole fucking witcher 3 game and then you tell me that both of those games cost the same to buy that's that's where my problem is and i get that the the you know the sports game player like the the guy that plays chell and fifa and madden nice work and thank you. And or and or the guy that only plays, you know, Call of Duty or or any of those games where it's also once a year. Yeah, it doesn't affect them, but that doesn't make it right. Is is my point, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I I agree with the premise. I I think it's still. I think if I was gonna agree to your point, I think if you think about those games like. Uh, Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty. Uh, I know more about Call of Duty, but essentially they take two years to make, right? So there's two studios that build those games sort of switching off. It's not like yeah. one studio builds the game in a year. So they actually take two years to build these games. They've just aligned it so there's one to to market and sell every year. Well, it's an assembly line at this point. Yeah, it definitely is. And I don't think that exists for hockey. It always seems like EA Vancouver just builds shell every year and so <laughs> nobody else knows anything about hockey <laughs> it might be just a bunch of canadians and yeah. that's it so i i think you're right to some extent that that the effort they put into these games to print money is is quite low in comparison to everything else and you're right like the witcher the witcher is is you know polar opposite in terms of the amount of effort put into that game um and you know i will say with the witcher you know you could argue that that a lot of it's creating story and you're reusing assets probably. So it's not, it's not like building 200 hours of game is super expensive if you get to reuse some stuff to some degree, but um, it's like sports games have like maximized the reusing of stuff. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to a student, certainly like perfect degree. So uh, to get back to my point, I think realistically, if you are someone who likes sports games, but also hates giving money away without reason, you're probably looking at buying the game every two years, maybe three, depending on how much you love the game. Because the reality is, to your point, like the upgrade and how it plays and all the functionality in it is probably not going to be worth it. It's if you think of a game like, you know, um, Hearthstone is a great example because Hearthstone just released a new game mode. Um, and that game mode is free, you know, right. for Hearthstone. Like if you play Hearthstone, now, when you get your new cards, you get to play that game mode. And yes, Hearthstone is a great example because you have to pay for cards to play the game. Um, and but if you think of an NHL, like if you want to get any new modes, you have to pay for the next version. And every year, you have to buy. You don't have to, right? But you you need cards for the ultimate hockey team. You need loot boxes to to push your teams forward. And so the impetus is on you to keep buying those things year over year and, and essentially getting the same thing. Uh, whereas most other games are like, you know, Hearthstone is a great example. Like they don't, they don't make the same card and try to sell it to you twice. They are always trying yeah. to give you new games and new cards and new stuff. 
And so and they also don't release Hearthstone 2 with the same game, just new cards either. <laughs> no, right? They yeah. just say, here's the game. Here are new cards, new players. And obviously sports can't do that because you're going to want to play with Con McDavid or Messi or, or whoever else. Um, well, go ahead. Because I, I, there, there's a, a, a separate issue here, which is not gasp EA's fault, but go ahead. No, and so that's my point is like, realistically, I, I've always thought about this is like, could EA make more money by by just building a game every second year? Because they do put some work into it. Like Chell this year has a new like the, in the play, be a player mode. They've done a lot of work to like make you have like different ratings with your teammates, with the management, with the fans and stuff to try to add to that that experience. So so you know I bought it this year because I hadn't bought it in previous years and I wanted to play it. So they added an interesting mode, but you know I'll be honest, the mode isn't super in depth. Um, and so you wonder what they're doing over the year, if they're doing anything to improve the game. Um, but but so that's why you want to buy the game every two to three years, not every year, because unless you need those new players, why would you buy it every year? And I don't know if there's a model for EA to just say, to release new cards, how do you release better cards or new uh, rosters and to update things and get you to pay 20 or $30 and do no development for a year while you make a better game because I'm not sure how much development they're doing in a year on the game itself. Yeah. And like, so I think the main difference between a game like Hearthstone and a, and a sports game is that, you know, Hearthstone can release uh, new cards and new card packs and new expansions or new game modes uh, and still keep the game free for the most part, other than, you know, having to buy cards if you want to advance faster. Yeah. Um, because they control the whole IP, whereas EA has to pay FIFA and NHL and all of those, um, like, uh, let's call them companies because that's what they are. Yeah, I was going to call fair. them federations, but please. They're, they're for-profit companies, and, and we all know this. So FIFA they, has been nothing but an upstanding corporate citizen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just the most, you know, uh, like... It's it's totally not the most corrupt fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. No, I mean, have the last few presidents just stepped down or stepped down due to corruption charges? You would know, well, given that you're Brazilian. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's 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 leave that alone, shall we? Because we do not have time to go into that. But yeah, and and so I think I I get what you're saying, and and I think you're right. Like, yeah, buying every two years is not that big of a deal um you would do like if if a game like if you had Witcher 4 although it's been five years since Witcher 3 was released the first time but if there was a Witcher 4 coming we would buy it because we want to play the game and we like the game and blah 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 we know there's not going to be because the story is done but that's a separate sure. issue I mean right? basically it's coming it's called Cyberpunk 2077 oh boy man that you just forget about me just don't like Whew. Anyway, um, that's going to be a good three months where I'm going to be just a vegetable playing games. Um, Great. Way to scare <laughs> all our fans who accept to, expect to podcast every week. No, I'll still... I mean, I can be a vegetable and talk in the podcast. It's fine. Okay. I might just be making analogies back to 2077 all the time, but that's that might be the only like side effect. But anyway... That's fair. I, I'm sure it won't affect your inability to defend yourself at any point. No. No, it won't. Because my ability is great to defend myself. Or, or terrible. Anyways, continue sure. your point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I was going to say, like, I think the, the, the way that I would think would be a, a good in, for everybody involved, well, maybe not for EA shareholders that just want money, because it, it might drop the money a little bit, at least in the beginning. But I think it would be a model of a, an evergreen game where <clears throat> kind of like, you know, how WoW... Um, they released a few years ago and uh, uh, a texture improvement and and that kind of stuff, and it just it was the same game it was just you know just install this patch and now you have the new feet the new textures and whatnot. Yeah, I think a subscription model would be much better. So you just have instead of having you know every year a new version of FIFA, you would just have like FIFA Soccer, right? And you would pay a subscription to play, to pay to to play the game and. Ever so often, like it happens with you know Destiny and those other games, where they release a new 
set of things to do. In in this case, it would be, you know, updated rosters or a new mode or whatever you want to release. And you just keep the same game and just get the new assets and stuff. Right. I think that would be a much more like fair model, at least fair for the player, I would say. Because well, and I, I was just going to add, you know, go ahead. I think, I think those companies like destiny uh, is weird, but it's not the right example, but like, People want to do the World of Warcraft thing in the sense that they want to have SaaS income, right? Software as a service or game gas, I guess, gas income, games as a service. Yeah. Um, I think they were, companies would much prefer to have a reliable source of income. And that's why you see like um, Game Pass from Microsoft or EA Play from EA where it's like, listen, you pay us five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, and we'll give you games. And so they can rely on that income and make plans on it. Whereas if you're building a brand new game each year, what if what if people are like, man, this Madden game sucks. I'm not buying it. And so you you're expecting, you know, three hundred million dollars in profit, and you get a hundred million, then you're fucked as a company. Yeah, and that's why it's so surprising to me. Well, I guess it's not that surprising because people keep buying those games. But it is it is weird to me that they haven't no that like no company that, that makes sports games has ever thought of switching to that mode of a subscription service. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think you and I could talk out a way to do it that would give provide a lot of value if you. And I think this may be the challenge is they're stuck with a finite amount, amount of information and things, right? If you think of Hearthstone again, they can create any cards they want to. But if you think of Chell or FIFA, like I can give you a messy card every year, but like I can't make new players. No one, no one will want to use this made up player. They only want if it's me, sure, but like. If you make up some guy from Brazil that no one's ever heard of and put him in a, as a card into the game, nobody's no going to buy it. Buy that card pack yeah. for some for some made up guy. So that's I think that's the one stumbling block is if you don't get to flush out all the cards people have, or sorry, if you don't get to make people buy new cards, you can't fully uh, rake with a K the system over for all the money. Yeah, and that was the main selling point way back when. You know, or FIFA. I was like, no, you're not gonna be playing with some randomly ass named dude that you totally know who it is, but we can just can't just call him what he is. Um, this is like here, you're playing with the players you love and you watch playing in the actual game and blah blah blah. So I don't. They can never step away from that. Now you would never sell. Like imagine some random company builds the greatest simulation of all time in terms of sport, but like it doesn't have the licenses. Nobody's gonna buy it. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the th reasons why you're seeing a lot of other sports games pop up to make money. Um, and, and this is going to be my forced segue into like talking about things like Football Manager or Handball 21. I know there's a, a rugby Handball. one. Jesus yeah. Christ. You're, you're not going to play Broom, Broomstick League, which looks like they're ripping off Harry Potter. I don't know. Oh. Like, don't you, don't you want to play Handball 21? I mean, that might be the only way I can play Handball. Is that <laughs> Sure. What my hands are small, can't hold the ball. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say that the the pandemic and the you know, but like, yeah, thank you for sharing the whole tiny hands. That's I, I do. It's me and Trump. We both have tiny hands. Yeah. No, I, can, I, I always we used to have when when I was a kid, we used to have alternating sports when we did PE, and handball was always a nightmare because it just, I like I like the game, but I can't play it. It's just so frustrating. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I there I I bet you there are other games coming out too like that that we don't know, um, like like you said like Quidditch Twenty One or whatever, and <laughs> <It> was, yeah. <laughs> but I, so but I think I think that the reason why you're seeing all these other games like Blood Bowl Three I think is a great example. Blood Bowls in general they're akin to your Mutant League football, right? I think what you want to have is you want to have a sports game that isn't it follows the rules kind of but like amps them up but doesn't necessarily require you to use named players because then you can have that software as a service where you can create guys, right? So Blood Bowl doesn't use NFL players. It's actually using characters from Warhammer, but you can make more characters in Warhammer. The license of being creative in that, in that universe is much, much greater than Shell has these players. I need to have Connor McDavid. If I don't have Connor McDavid, you can't sell me on, you know, Find this game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can't sell me on getting the card of like Gord, thomas because he's not a <laughs> hockey player i care about he he's sounds definitely great, canadian though 100 <laughs> percent. yeah but i think the the challenge there is that you know the like the sports games 
players or the sports gamers, let's call them, that you were talking about earlier, yeah. I don't know that they would be as interested in buying a game like that where it's like a more of a fantasy thing instead of buying, you know, a game that replicates the, the experience they have of watching a game or a sport they love and then give them the control over those players that they like to follow and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it's much, it's a much better like alternative for like you and me maybe because we, we would play just because we like the sports themselves and we like the insanity of like just Dunk Lords, right? Why, why were we interested when we went to PAX and we saw that? Yeah. Like you're a much bigger basketball fan than I am, but it was still just, just, the the sheer insanity of what you can do is so much fun it's like the basketball is just a conduit to just basically being an asshole to the other team which is great right yeah and, like on, honestly the best basketball game of all time is nba jam I, yeah. i'll fight anybody about it because it gets the essence of basketball in a much more enjoyable and exciting arcadey version and that's what dunk lords basically recreated yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that was that was the appeal for you know mutant league football for me. I didn't know anything about football, uh, American football whatsoever back then, but it was fun that you know there was a very high likelihood of you know my linebacker tackling somebody and literally killing them. So that was <laughs> I was in. So <laughs> like that's that's gotta be the hardest job as a general manager to be like, well, your uh, star running back just got murdered. Literally, he's now dead. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a new one. Exactly. Yeah, and and that was the best part of it was when you kill them, you would get the the person that that killed the other one to do a, a quick interview, and the the one liners <laughs> were great. Like it was like, oh man, they're gonna have to to carry that guy off the 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 field with a sponge or. <laughs> You know, Jesus. like in in lieu in lieu of flowers, donations should be made to me. Yeah, like it was great. Wow, right? I, yeah, you know what? Was, I love it. I love every. It was amazing. Yeah, but like I said, like that's that's because I am into you know video games in general, and because I I enjoyed the amping up to like the umpteenth level of the violence that I already knew was part of American football. You know, so I don't know if if a person that is used to buying you know madden every year would enjoy playing that game as much because it's obviously there's obviously a lot of you know liberties taken yeah with rules uh, to, to some extent and with you know um, other aspects of the game i'm not a the, the best like i don't have the best knowledge of of american football i can follow it if i watch sure. a game yeah but but that's it right and so i'm sure there's like some liberties taken they would go oh wait a minute here's another one nfl blitz it was much more normal, but like, you know, after after you get the whistle and you have to stop, you can still move around and tackle people and the commentators would comment on it. So like, it's much more, like, like you said with NBA Jam, the much more arcadey side of it, right? That was appealing to me. Yeah. No, I, I, you, you nail it on the head that I think for us, these games are fun, but for the average Call of Duty purchaser, sports purchaser, they just want to play their game and recreate it. And, and I think... I'm guessing that the majority of people who buy these games are ones who are happy with the current system because I think there are ways you could make it really interesting if it was a software as a service game, especially if you were like, A, it was $5 a month and or B, maybe it's $10 a month. But if you're you're buying it from EA, right, you, it's $10 a month for all the games, um, you know, all the sports games, something yeah. like that. Like, but at the end of the day, as soon as you move to that model, now you're forcing away from in theory, you're forcing away from being able to play the the same game over a number of years and adding to that service, right? Because because I, I just don't think they believe there's a way to make a lot of creative game modes and things that are going to make people continue to pay without building a new game. And and if you're collecting, if it's one game for $5 a month, that's probably not enough, right? Because that only gets you to $60, Um, and that's basically what it costs for people to buy it now. Right, um, but but there are alternatives to that particular like I I'm, I don't think it necessarily needs to be like a game pass kind of deal where you pay once and you play all the games. I think you could do it per game where instead of having like EA Sports Pass or whatever you want to call it, you would have a FIFA Soccer Pass or a FIFA Soccer game you bought like you did with World of Warcraft. Yeah. You buy the game, you have 
you know, the base game and you play it. And now, you know, next year or the year after that, there's an expansion and you pay 10 bucks for it on top of what you're paying already or okay. whatever. Yeah. So like 20 bucks for the new rosters or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. So instead of, like, I get what you're saying that there's still, like I said, there's still cost to cover, right? Like I, I bet you FIFA, like you said, being the uh, reliable and, and not, you know, corrupt entity that they are probably charge, through the nose for being able to use the names of the players and the names of the teams and the, the stadiums and all of that stuff. Right. Oh yeah. They pay, they pay huge licensing fees in the case of, of NHL and uh, Madden, they have exclusivity deals with, with the, the leagues. So they're probably more expensive to, yeah. To, but they can't sell to anybody else. Yeah. I think it's the same with uh, the, the Barclays league and, or the premier league, sorry. And, yeah. I'm not and sure. Some when- other what PSG gets to use versus FIFA. But yeah, I think there's some, some exclusivity there. Yeah. So PSG, what is PSG? Pro evolution. So PS, Soccer. you mean? Yeah. <laughs> PSG is Paris Saint-Germain. Like, oh mm. my God, how old are you? Uh, let me <laughs> check. Let's see if it's a PSG soccer while we're talking. That might be. But anyway, uh, well, there's the Prince George Adult Soccer Association, so <laughs> I think I lost this one. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. I yeah, so I think it would be more akin to like an MMO game, where you buy the game and you pay a monthly fee, maybe, uh, and that gives you, or maybe even not even a monthly fee, but you pay, like you said, for the the roster update every whatever six months, three months, whatever yeah. makes sense. And uh, I the thing is. I think you're you're correct that this won't happen anytime soon because I would venture a guess that most of the people that play those games uh, only play those games and and like you and I more you than me but you and I are the exception where we are gamers in other senses but we also like the sports games and so for us it would be stupid expensive because we're buying games all the time already and games that gives us you know like me it gives three hundred hours of content for a fraction of the price and then now suddenly I'm buying another game another $70 game every year that's too much but for someone who only plays those games it's like you know you go out well when society wasn't in shambles you would go out and you go for a drink and dinner and you know something like that that that's there's 70 bucks there right there yeah. right so if you can justify that for a couple hours of fun how can you not justify that for like hundreds of hours of fun when you're playing those games so i think that's what's going to cause it to stay the way that it is for for a longer time because the money is rolling in why would he like we all know that ea only cares about you know making games and making people have fun they don't care about money at all so you know why would they switch modes now so i think that's the the hurdle because ea is trying to be a better company I don't know. I, I can't. I'm, I'm underwater now. I got nothing for that one. Um, <laughs> I, I think you're right. I, the other thing I would add is I just don't see – they don't have the creativity level to keep adding to that MMO-style game. Destiny is doing stuff, and I, I mean, listen, there's been some questions about them retiring guns and bringing back basically the same gun and making you do the work for it again, but – they can create whatever they want to keep the game fresh, right? They can add a new, they can add new guns, new strikes, new characters, new classes, everything. And, and these sports games can't. And so that's why they keep putting out a new game because they're trapped. They can't, they can't give you new players, new cards, new things to make you, to make you spend money over the lifetime or the year of that game or two years of that game. So they have to give you a new game and force you to get all those things over and over again. Yeah. I I particularly liked when FIFA introduced the manager mode because it, it's a hybrid between something like football manager, which I would never play because I, I have no patience with that. But it does give me a sense of progression that I like. And I could, you know, take like what I did with 2013 was I took a, a team from the fourth division of the Premier League and right. took them all the way to champion of the first division, right? So that was a lot of fun and just doing the trading and involving players and that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's like how what what other modes can they come up with, right? It's it's very you're right. It's very limited. But in in you know to 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 be a devil's advocate here, 
if people are willing to pay $70 for the same, almost the same game again, year over year, I don't know that it would be a problem to, you know, have a little bit less new content coming in. If the price was, the price point was lower and it really like all of the AI and, and graphic improvements and all that kind of stuff and even gameplay improvements, all, if all of those came with like expansions, like yeah, WoW does, maybe. I don't yeah. think that would be a problem. You know what? I, I think there's a lot. We have lots of great ideas, but I think you nailed that on the head. Yeah. People don't so, yeah, if you're listening, <laughs> we're available for a consultation. For a yeah, very, we can definitely help. For a very uh, um, non-egregious price, we promise. I'll just take a free the free sports games every year. No, Instead no, of I paying want, the money like a chump. I want, I want moolah. Okay, well, <laughs> you're not going to get hired. So it'll, it'll just oh, be God. me stealing your ideas. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all right. So we have talked 45 minutes on this, uh, much like all times. I'm sure you were shocked that we got this far. Um, yeah. 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 Actually, no. We could no? probably go on. This is a very sore subject, I think. <laughs> For once, I think we could go like an hour and a half. Don't worry. We won't because nobody wants to. Even we don't want to hear ourselves talk for that long. You sure you don't? Okay, I do, but you know, okay. I try to be mindful of other people's preferences sometimes. Thank you. Okay, occasionally. Uh, the the rest of us thank you for doing that. <laughs> do you have any final thoughts on this one? No, I uh I just don't see myself buying a new sports game anytime soon. Um but maybe if EA would listen to us and you know, any other companies, then I might. But as it stands, I uh, I'm so far removed from it that it, it doesn't affect me, although it does anger me. So, But then, what doesn't anger me? Yeah, that's not a good system to use. If it <laughs> does, if, what angers me? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think you're right. Um, it's it's a system they're going to keep using because it works, and and I don't see it changing. Even I'll be curious to see how the game sold in, in the COVID year and if it went up yeah, or down. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. It got weird. But, uh, I mean, when I was, bought it this year. When was the last time you bought NHL before this year? I skipped a year or two at least um, because I wasn't I wasn't playing them. Yeah, I'll be interested in seeing if you think the game changed enough. I'm having a lot of fun playing it. Um, the I got it because of two factors. One, the, the Be a Pro mode, they made some adjustments to it to make it more dynamic, and I was curious to see how this played out. And um, they're kind of... They kind of suck because... You, you have three categories you're supposed to... So you, you answer questions and you take on challenges. You can either answer as like a star player, kind of cocky, or like as a team player. Um, and you get points if you succeed on the tasks or if you fail on the tasks, then you lose points. And generally in hockey, they're like, um, you know, make sure you don't give up a scoring chance late in the game or, you know, we need a goal to win, et cetera, stuff like that. Oh, so, so kind of, bullshit achievements. Okay. Well, gotcha. they're kind of generic, right? There's yeah. only like maybe 10 different things that'll come up and then you gain points. But the, the bigger thing that has confused me is I don't know what, like I have a thousand points. So that's the max scale. I have them all full. And I don't know what that does for my character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's classic EA. Like I remember when they introduced EA, like origin points and I was like, okay. Thing, I think it was Inquisition back then. And so I got a lot of those. I'm like, okay, what do I do yep. with them? Coming yep. soon. Oh, fuck you, EA. Jesus mm. Christ, really? Yeah, Ugh. so it's it's just a weird system. And I think it, they always trial stuff in NHL for the other games to make sure they can you know, clean up the system. So maybe there's more coming. But that was disappointing to buy that and get it and see it work. And it, it's an interesting concept, but when it doesn't affect you, it's just like, all right, well, who gives a shit if I... If I promise that I'm going to score 400 goals and fail, like no yeah. big deal. Yeah. Um, and the, the other reason I bought it was um, the pre-order bonus was at, uh, NHL 94. Like a, they're re redoing it with the current rosters. And I know you can you can sort of you know set up an emulator and play and do all sorts of downloading stuff, but I just you know wanted it for free, so I pre-ordered it. Wow. So yeah, the, the be a player mode itself was. It's a lot of fun, regardless of that specific mode not working. I'm having a good time, and uh, and I get that that other mode at the end of October, which is soon, and uh, it'll be worth the money for me because I like hockey. And but if you don't like hockey, you know, 
or you're like you're like obviously if you don't like hockey don't buy this game <laughs> but y- yes yeah <laughs> i mean there's a there, no there's argument a there. hard rec- yeah there's a real, real hard recommendation for me to come up with don't buy something you don't like yeah. but if you're on the fence if you bought last year and you're like i don't know it's like the mode's not worth buying it again that's kind of where i'm coming at but it's fun for me so so if you like hockey and, and you haven't gotten it in a while you're probably gonna have a great time that's that's how i would rate it wow yay shield over here guys wow yeah give me okay. all your money I mean, we both bought uh, the Star Wars game, so who's oh, the sucker shit, now? That is true. Well, yeah. we all we both are. Well, we already knew I was the sucker. I started <laughs> in the beginning of the show being the sucker, but yeah, well, the revelation Star- here is you. It's Star Wars. I, we've established in the past that I'm a bitch, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have time to go into our feelings about Star Wars, but no, we don't. Suffice it to say, we're suckers there too. Yep. Uh, okay. I, th- I think that's all the time we have today. Uh, if you'd like to contact either of us, you can send an email to your wrongcast at gmail.com. Or uh, as we've re- remembered last week, we have a website. So you can go to www.yourwrongcast.ca and um, email us through there as well. Is that wrong? Y- yeah, because you only use two W's. You know why you don't need the W's? Just yourwrongcast.ca. Yes, you yeah. yeah, or put three W's, whatever you'd like. Yeah, th- that works too. Yeah, and we're also going to remind you here that we are both participating in Extra Life on uh, November the 6th for our group. I think uh, Cobra's also doing some games on the 5th to kind of break it up. Yep. He doesn't have to stay up 24 hours. And if you go to that website, you can find information on our Extra Life accounts as well. Uh, We'll also put them in the notes again. So if you'd like to watch us play video games poorly, specifically, we're going to play Borderlands together. So that'll be hilarious for everybody. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, check that out, please. Donate if you can. It's a it's a great it's a great value resource to, to it, give money to yeah, it's a great sick cost. kids in hospitals. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, I'm Matt. And I'm Luciano. And well, we're here to tell you that you can always have your opinion. Obviously your opinions are wrong. I think it's pretty obvious that our opinions are wrong, but uh ours are a little a little less wrong than yours. Mine are not so, wrong at all. Yeah, all right. I mean that pain right there shows how wrong they are. Anyways. <laughs> We'll we'll see you next time.